Welcome to the Fit Girl Magic Podcast. If you are ready to find your inner magic, develop great habits, and a rock steady mindset to feel confident, comfortable, and fit in your body, you are in the right place. I am Kim Barnes Jefferson, and I'll be giving you weekly doses of health, fitness, and life tips sprinkled with humor and real talk. If you're ready to be consistent without the stress of perfection, magic makers, it's time to slip into your favorite pair of PJs, grab some coffee, kick back, and listen to today's show. This week's iTunes review is brought to you by M.L. Martell. She writes, five stars, Kim is more than just knowledgeable in just health and fitness. She is supportive, reassuring, and on the level. She gives it to you straight, just the way most people need it. Well, thank you so much, Michelle. I really appreciate that review. And you too can review Fit Girl Magic Podcasts. Just go to iTunes or wherever you subscribe to this show and just leave me a five-star review. Um, I love them. I take them to heart. I just want to make sure that I'm bringing you the best stuff. So thank you so much for all of you who have left me a review so far. I can't wait to highlight you. All right, Magic Makers, we have another great episode for you. Who's we? I mean, I have another great episode for you. And so today it is all about breaking up with your fitness excuses and, you know, dispelling so many common excuses that I hear all the time. Many of that I've said, many of I hear all the time from, you know, I either see it of on the social media, why the people can't work out or why they can't get healthy. I see it all the time. And I just wanted to like break it down. You know, I try my best not to date my episodes because I really want it to be an evergreen. But I feel like this always... We always kind of fall into these cycles of, you know, falling into our excuses. And especially this time of year, you know, here we are, we're at the end of the year. And, you know, this is when, you know, you kind of look back at the last nine months and you're like, ah, shit, I got stuff to do or it can wait. And um, this episode is based on a Facebook post that um, a woman that I was friends with back in 2012, she posted this and um, unfortunately she has passed away um, from cancer. And also October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And it's just a way for me to one, honor her um, and her wisdom, um, uh, honor her and honor her wisdom, but also just to give you a friendly reminder, you know, um, Make sure you're up to date with your mammograms. Um, I know some people are going to talk, you know, talk bad to me about mammograms. You know, I I know from personal experience that self-checks and mammograms have been two times I have found things that I don't know if I would have found had I not done a self-check and had I not gone in and had a follow-up mammogram as well as a follow-up ultrasound. And I just given that over the last few years, I've had several friends who have uh, been diagnosed with various forms of cancer. Um, some of them have been aggressive and had they not done a self-exam or gone in for a regularly scheduled mammogram, that may or may or not have been found. So I just wanted to use this as an importance to make sure you're up to date with all of those uh, 
those checks. All right, so let's just um, dive right in with the number one excuse I hear all the time. I don't have time. And, you know, I'm going to call bullshit. You know, all of the, there's five, five of the top ones, and I'm going to call bullshit on that. You know, it, this is a classic, you know, time is, you could say it for anything, any reason at all. You know, I remember when I was um, training in the gym and I'd be like, um, we used to give free sessions and I would be like, ah, Sarah, like you did great. You know, um, based on what you told me that you wanted to achieve, if you came into the gym, you know, two to three days a week, you know, you'd be well on your way based on, you know, how much time you told me that you had at the very beginning of this. And then they, I would hear like, well, you know, and there would be like a reason why the two to three, you know, at the beginning of the session, the two to three hours that she said she had no longer did she have, or I would hear the opposite, like, oh, I can come in seven days a week. And I'm like, oh, okay, you don't have a job, you don't work, right? So it's like time always goes back and forth when you're asked to put some skin in the game. Hey, magic makers. Are you ready to reclaim your life from menopause? Well, I have an upcoming mini course, Three Days to Conquer Menopause and Mayhem. And in this mini course, it will help you to take control over all of your menopause symptoms, even the ones that most people never told you about. We only heard about hot flashes, but I'm talking about all the other changes that happen during menopause. I'm going to be peeling back that curtain and no one is going to feel left like they're fumbling around in the dark because I'm ripping down that curtain. Over three days, I will give you simple, sustainable techniques that will provide long-term relief for your pesky menopause symptoms. I will share with you not only why your diet is effective as a bucket with a hole in it, but more importantly, what to do about it instead. I'll be giving you tools that help you embrace and thrive in your 40s with confidence and gosh, energy. It's time to embrace a new era of epicness. So if you are ready to take the first step towards a hot flash free, weight free menopause journey, do me a favor, click the link in the show notes. I'll see you on the other side. And so, you know, before you roll your eyes at me, I just want you to think about your time. And one of the things I, I, I make my clients do is a time audit. And I, I was asked to do this because there was stuff that I wanted to do that I just couldn't seem to find the time, right? Did you know how I use the word find the time? Because we all have 24 hours in a day. That's it. Like That's it. And I get it. Like my 24 hours is very different than your 24 hours and different than Sharon's 24 hours and so forth. But here's the thing. We always find a way to make time for the things we want to do. You'll make time to get your nails done. You'll make time to scroll through social media. You'll take make time to binge watch the latest TV show. You'll make time to go to happy hour. You'll make time um, that if your kids get sick, you'll figure out a way to get them to practice and get, get across town to that meeting. We'll find a way to do all of that. We'll find a way to get dinner on the table. Even if we don't want to, we'll find a way. And I get it. We are all busy, 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 busy. But... How can we find this? How can we find this time? And the big thing I always tell people is that one, we have to lower our expectations of what we think healthy looks like. And for many of you, you're like, I need to be in the kitchen meal prepping, you know, two times a week. And my gym has to be at least an hour or 90 minutes. But it's like, you know, something is better than nothing, right? You know, I've, I've said this multiple times, and many of you could probably be like, oh, she's saying it again. 
but something is better than nothing. So even if it's 15 minutes, right? Even if you got up 15 minutes earlier, even if you decided to go to bed 15 minutes earlier, there's something you could do in those 15 minutes. You know, I I had a client who was very time strapped and I was like, you know, every time you find yourself going to the bathroom, go to the bathroom and can you do like five squats and five pushups? While you're waiting for something to microwave, could you do something there? Could you march in place, right? So those are like those little things add up over time because um, the ACSM, their guidelines for health is 150 minutes. And they're like, you know, they get it. They're not like people are like, can go to the, you know, if you can go, you know, two times and you could do 60 minutes, great, you're at 120. But if you can do do some little bit of activity every single day that can add up to 150 minutes, rock on with your bad self, okay? Um, the, the other thing, so that, that's exercise. Now, now, let me talk about food. You know, people are like, oh my God, I have to meal prep. I have to give up hours on my weekend. I, You know, I only have two days in the weekend, blah, 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 blah. But there's so many options now. I remember, you know, God, when I first started on this journey, it was 2001. Yeah, 2001 when I first started on this journey. There were no freaking healthy, like easy, healthy options, right? I think I think rotisserie chickens just started to become like pretty a pretty regular thing you could find at most grocery stores. But nowadays, there's healthy meal kits that like come to your house and all you got to do is like, you know, 30 minutes or less, you boom, 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 throw in a pan and you're you're out. There are so many healthy meal companies that make fresh, healthy, prepared foods that can will ship to your house. So all you got to do is, you know, heat and eat. And they are way better than the old school lean cuisine type things. There are plenty of healthy, convenient items. Um, Bell and Evans, they make um, grilled chicken breast that you buy in their refrigerator section, you know, um, pre-cooked uh, shrimp in the the grocery store um you know there's so so many options now for healthier foods that you know you don't have to feel like you're spending hours and hours in the kitchen because trust me i am not that girl i am not the you know the meal prep girl on a sunday you're going to see me sitting out with like the the black tupperware things filled with you know broccoli shrimp and chicken you know <laughs> you're not going to see that you're not going to see me that the second one is it's too expensive to eat out all the time Okay. All right. Here's where I'm going to just call like it. it, uh, Maria called it bullshit, right? She's like, you know, she wrote that like people are doing your hair, eyelashes, nails, shopping, eating out every day, Starbucks, cars. You know, um, I I posted a story probably earlier this summer and I I ran out of time to get a pedicure. And so like every day I would look at my feet and be like, oh, and I would be like, oh my God, I hope no one, I hope I, I'm like, I don't bump it to anybody. And, you know, my feet just looks, looks so horrible because I didn't make the time. I didn't make the time to get a manicure. So I totally understand when you kind of get behind in things. I totally get that. But it's, you know, when people tell me that things are too expensive yet, you know, I look at you and you look like you've got the latest, you know, influencer outfit on, or your nails are done, your hair done. It's like you've been able to find the cash for that, and I get it. I'm like I'm, I'm not asking anyone to buy organic, grass fed. I'm saying there are plenty of options that you can eat healthfully on on any budget, right? Um, you know, I always tell tell people the look at 
look at the circular. Like before you go to, um, I mean, that's the beauty of the internet now, right? You don't have to go to the store and get the circular and flip through it. I can look at it online and I can say, you know, I, I live near three big grocery stores. And if you're someone's like, oh, I am not, I don't have that luxury. I get it. I, I get it. But pick, go to whatever grocery store you are, pull it up and say, what's on sale this week? And that's what I'm going to, that's how I'm going to uh, make my meals around. You know, I uh, recently had a woman, uh, Linda on who talked all about like how to come up with like healthy, exciting meals that you can, you know, look forward to. Um, but as you look through all of your expenses, kind of say to yourself, what, you know, if I look at in the my food column, what am I spending my money on my food, right? Am I spending my money on eating out or could I turn that into something I can eat in and invest more into my health? Because let's just say your health is your best long-term investment. And, you know, as I, um, I always say this and I, I want to, first of all, my grandma's 102 years old, right? 102. And I want to at least make it to 90. So here's where I'm like, you know what? I got to start making the investment now. Like I can't play catch up and I don't want to play catch up because sometimes you can, you know, if you, if you got the genetic lottery, you could do okay. But if you don't have the genetic lottery, playing catch up is going to bite you in the rump shaker. So, you know, your healthy food doesn't have to break break the bank. All you got to do is plan and budget wisely. And this is where most people are like, oh my God, planning, budgeting. Oh my God, I can't. Literally like pull up that food circular online and just start to look at like, okay, I like broccoli. It's on sale for 99 cents a head, whatever. You know, that's where you start to go and, and, and you build from there. And if you're struggling with that, listen to that podcast episode with Linda and she, you know, really helped uh, answer a lot of questions about food. The third excuse is it's hard trying to be healthy. And I get it. What, get, getting healthy is, is, can be challenging. You know, one, just so much information out there saying, do this, not that, you know, you know, avoid this, eat that. Like it, I get it. You know, I, I'm on the socials. I listen to the news too. And I feel like every other minute, you know, something's good for you. And then excuse me, the next minute, something is, is bad for you. But all you have to do is like, I always say like cut through the noise and what feels good for you, right? If we start, stop, stop with this good food, bad food list. And then when it's like, I also want you to think about like, you right now, are pretty healthy, right? Most of the people who are, who are listening to me are pretty, pretty healthy. You know, we have might have a few limitations, but you know, I'm going to go extreme here. I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you the extreme, and then I'm going to pull it back. But imagine if you are that person who didn't have use of your legs or your arms, or being told you're never going to have reuse of a particular body part. And then you see this person go out and run a marathon or participate in some, you know, amazing challenge. Um, you know, uh, Prince Harry does the Invictus Games, right? And it's all for the uh, wounded soldiers, you know, all around the world, right? So think about those people who like all the all the odds that they had to overcome. And your odd is like, I got to go to the gym, right? Um, I live in Boston. And, you know, the Boston Marathon uh, bombing that was uh, several years ago, you know, there there were people who were um, injured 
in that explosion and they went on to, you know, come back and never even had a remote interest in running a marathon and boom, they ran the Boston Marathon. Not boom, but, you know, they went on to run the Boston Marathon, even though they never had any desire to do that prior to their injuries, right? So I know that it's really hard, but like here's just it's, just, it's just a reality check, right? The journey to a healthy lifestyle might feel hard at times, but there are incredible individuals out there who have come overcome unimaginable challenges. Let me bring it back a little bit and make it a little bit more... Uh, a little bit more of a, of a reality for many of you, you know, um, I have a couple of, of uh, pregnant people who um, either take my class or I take class with. And I'm like, I see them walk in and they're like, you know, pregnant. And I'm like, you know what? I got to work, right? They, I'm like, I have no excuse. I don't have baby on board. I'm not trying to like navigate around my belly and I got no excuse. So I really want you to think to yourself like, okay, I've got two good legs. I've got two good arms. The only thing getting in my way is my bullshit excuses telling me that I can't do this, right? Um, I, you know, I just wanted to hear like, you know, what's your biggest challenge in getting healthy? And like, shoot me a DM because, you know, I love helping people break this stuff down. Like that is my superpower. My superpower is like helping you to like, organize your stuff and organize your life so that way you can get your results. All right. The fourth one is no matter how hard I try, I just can't get the weight to budge. Ah, right? You know, are we looking for excuses or are we looking for results? And I will keep saying this until I'm blue in the face or you ladies finally break from diet culture. You will not lose one to two pounds a week unless you are a virgin dieter. And that means you maybe have, I'm going to say three or less diets under your belt. But if you are 40 something years old and you've been dieting since you're 15, sorry, not sorry, the one to two pound thing, that 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 ship sailed. You know, you might be grateful to get a half a pound. And if you get a pound, rock on with your bad self. But it might be, you might get a pound this week and it might not, you might not see nothing for three to four weeks. And it's just because your body is just like, oh, girl, I know what you're doing. It's coming. You're going to beat me into submission. And I just, I, I, I'm not uncle. I can't. I'm just going to lay here and watch you struggle and hustle and do all the things. And I'll give it to you when I'm ready. And sadly, that's, that's how it is, you know, because you've been on this uh, weight loss roller coaster. And instead of saying, you know, harder, 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 Instead, look at your actions. Your habits are the things that will keep you going for the next 90 days, 30 days, and longer, right? And here's another eye roller for you. It's not about the destination. It's about the journey, okay? You rolled your eyes. You've kind of puked in your mouth a little bit. Let me break it down for you here because this one is this one was a tough one. Um, earlier this year, I um, earlier this summer, I uh, invested in um, working with a coach. And it's been a while since I've had a coach. It's probably been a good four or five years since I've had a uh, since I've had a coach. And it's probably been a good, I'd say, eight to ten years since I've really changed my diet. You know, um, when I first started going through my hormonal challenges, um, I did a. Uh, I became I went vegan for probably about three months. I went vegan to just help me 
uh, purge a lot of hormonal bullshit out of my nutrition. And and it's been a while since I've really kind of done a wholesale change onto um, my nutrition. And let me tell you, um, this for me, making these changes was like watching a tractor trailer make a three-point turn on a narrow street, right? It just was just, I didn't realize how stuck in my ways I was. And, you know, you don't realize how attached you are to your, I'm going to, I'm doing air quotes, diet, even if it doesn't have a name. I was so stuck. And then my coach gave me some tough love. And, you know, I give tough love, but I could definitely take tough love and I need tough love. If you're the like, oh, Kim, you got this girl. I'm like, I'm about to walk all over your ass. Like, I need you to kick me in the shin with a, with a, a pointy toe if I am not doing what you say. And so the first thing was fuck feelings. And it's like how you feel about something is very different than if it's giving you results, right? So if I feel like, oh, I feel... And that's not to say like, I, you know, I'm always meet clients where they are. Like, if you are not ready for the change of like, okay, how are you feeling about implementing X, Y, and Z? And, you know, I can, you know, sense from either us having, a, you know, a face-to-face conversation, or I can sense from, you know, a lot of times I, I deal with clients through email. So a lot of times I can, I can sense through the email, like things that you're saying to me, right? So I'm like, okay, if, you know, maybe X, Y, and Z is too much. What get out of X, Y, and Z, could you do X? Could you do Y? Could you do Z? Can we break it down? You know, what's what's coming up for you so that we can start to really unpack and understand why we're, we're unable to make said change. The second thing is preferring something is okay, right? However, do your preferences give you results? And so, you know, I had a client and her goal was was muscle. Like she was, this is back when I was doing um, figure and fitness competition uh, prep mainly. And her goal was to, to to do a show, but she wasn't eating enough. And her preference was to go to the gym and lift heavy shit like that. She's like, that was her jam. Like she like nailed her workouts and that was like never a thing we had a conversation about. However, she ate like a bird and that was her preference. And I was like, is it your preference or, and I said, your preferences aren't giving you results. So where can we start to start to put more food in your tank? And so it was like, okay, we can add, we added in a protein shake and like one more protein shake. And she was like, okay. And it was like the slow process of like, okay, can we add in some cauliflower into your protein shake in the morning? Can we add that cauliflower and that protein shake in the afternoon, right? Can we add in an extra ounce of protein in all of your meals, right? So it was like this slow process. So these two lessons that for me was that like, yeah, I was I was feeling like, wow, this was a lot. It was a lot for me to take in. So I was like, how do we kind of like, instead of like coming at me with a fire hose of like, do this, because initially, like if I'm given a meal plan, I, I want to cheat on it. I do because of all of the crazy things I did to myself when I was competing. You give me a meal plan. I want to cheat on it. So if you're like, give me a meal plan. I thrive. No. Cause I'm like, I feel like it, it just, it makes me so stuck. 
Um, so we were like, okay. And then we kind of like backed out of like, how could I not feel so overwhelmed? Like, cause I didn't realize how triggered I was when I got a meal plan. The second was preference, right? I didn't realize that like, I used to eat five meals a day, but then I started moving down to three to four meals a day, but I didn't realize that I never changed my meal size. And so I prefer to eat three to four meals a day, which is okay, but I had to increase my meal size so that I could get a little bit more out of each meal. And that was a bit of, bit of a challenge for me, right? So I had to get kicked in the shin. <laughs> don't worry, I have recovered. But bottom line, if you don't, if you're lacking the results that you're getting, you got to look at your process because your process is flawed, right? It's not you. You're not flawed. There's nothing wrong with you. It's your process. So what is what can you change in that process? And don't let the lack of immediate result be the excuse to give up because so many of you will be like, you know, I joined this program and I didn't make any, it didn't work. And the best thing as a coach is uh, this woman, she was in a program I ran last fall. She wrote me an email this earlier this summer and she said, you know, Kim, my head wasn't in the game when, when I worked with you, but I have implemented, since then I have implemented everything you t- told me, made a few tweaks here and it's working. I've lost 20 pounds. And I'm like, thank you, right? That is a coach, like I get it. Like sometimes like, I say stuff to you that you're just like, whoa, that's a lot. And same thing happened to me. Like my feelings came up. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I This is my preference. You're making me do a lot of things. But I wasn't like, I know I need to change, but I need to change in my own path. And I need to start to like adapt and see how I can like weave it into my life. And so that for you, the same thing, you know, I see people like, um, I moderate in this Facebook group and I see like people like, oh, Sharon's do Sharon's intermittent fasting. I got an intermittent fast. Hey guys, what's your window? What do you do? I'm like, do you even know if intermittent fasting is working for you or just because Sharon's doing it, right? Instead of us kind of like following a path, ask ourselves, hmm, what do I think about that? Versus just like, I'm going to hop in and then we're going to feel like a failure. Like if I, if I ask myself better questions, I'm going to get better results. Right. And so it's like, I'm going to have to keep pushing myself forward, staying consistent, trusting the process, and knowing process progress is often slow. But I know that quitting isn't going to speed it up. I know that changing my direction every 10 seconds isn't going to change it. And so I always tell people, like, let's look at, get, let's plan for something for 90 days, right? Plan for 90 days. But let's going to look every three to four weeks, what's going on, right? And I love for people to look at with pictures or with um, clothing, right? Because the scale is going to mess with you. Right? The scale is going to like just throw you, throw you to the wolves. And so then, you know, for most of us, like we're not going to see the fruits of our labor until about 16 to 24 weeks because we've spent most of our lives dieting, <laughs> And last but not least, I'll start next month. I'll wait till things clear up. Like, bullshit. Let's just call a spade a spade. And if anyone knows where that term came from, but basically an excuse is an excuse, right? And this is, this is you know, another one is like, you know, you'll keep, and I'm going to keep saying this until the cows come home, right? There's never going to be a perfect time. 
never, ever is it going to be perfect time. If you've ever found that perfect time, holla, holla at me because perfect times aren't going to just magically appear. It's not going to be like the perfect time isn't going to ring your doorbell and be like, hey, Kim, now's the perfect time. Right? We have to decide when the perfect time is. But also know that life is always going to throw us a curveball. Like you can look at your calendar right now and be like, oh, October is a great month. Yes. I got no, I'm like, there's no travel on there. There's no birthdays. There's no this, there's no that. And then life, boo, tsunami, you know, um, uh, you know, a, 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 a field trip or a business trip comes out of the blue. Someone gets sick, you get sick, right? Life always has a way to do that. And there's always going to be obstacles. And that's what we have to just know. Like there's always going to be an obstacle. And the question is, how are you going to get around those obstacles? So if I start thinking to myself, what are the things that always knock me off track? Those are the things that are always going to keep coming up. So that when I do have that like rogue random thing, I'm ready. I'm like, yeah, embrace for impact. I'm ready to go. I know how to bob and weave when that comes up. And so if you're looking to start right now, Ask yourself, like, am I truly, like, what What are my goals, right? So I want you to take a look at your goals. Like, what are my goals? What are my other priorities, right? What other priorities that are going to pop up? And then look at the calendar and see how things are going to map up. And then ask yourself, what are the must-dos on, on that calendar? What are your must-dos? Like, what is something that only you can do? What are your nice to haves, right? What are your nice to haves? And what are the things that you can possibly just get off your list? Like like either get off your list by like, you know what? Why the hell am I even doing this? Can I delegate it to someone, right? Where can I get help and support? You know, um, one of my clients, she um, is the main breadwinner in her family. And, you know, she will be like, Kim, I, I have to work. Like I'm the main breadwinner for our family. I get that. I am not trying to take food out of your family's mouth. But if you come to me and ask asking for uh, better health, you know, you want to lose the weight, here's where I have to ask you. We have to start to kind of f- come up with some priorities. And one of the things she's like, oh, I said, well, I go, what's one thing if you could take it off your plate, what would you want, want to do? And she's like, oh, dinner. And I said, great. And I said, how can we take dinner off your plate? And I said, could you ask your family to help with dinner? And she's like, oh. They'll just order pizza every single pizza or Chinese every single night. And I said, okay. And he said, but look at the menus and say, you know what, guys? Um, I t- uh, on Monday and Tuesday, I need you to 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 be in charge of dinner. And sure, you can order in if that that's what you need. But can you order in from you know Jerry's Pizza? And at Jerry's Pizza, they have a great salad with protein on it, and that's what you're gonna have right? Or know that they're ordering pizza and that's going to be your treat for the week. And you're going to have two slices of pizza and order a salad and you'll be fine. Or if they order Chinese, you know, you're like, I don't need all the heavy fried laden foods. The Chinese are the inventor of the stir fry. (laughs) You're going to have some type of stir fried vegetable with a light sauce on it. You can have the sauce on the side and extra protein. Right. So they're they're always like, you know, she's like, oh, they're just going to order in. They're just going to order in. There's ways to make ordering in healthier 
and also take that dinner off of your plate. So ask yourself as you're starting to say, you know, waiting for things to clear up, are there things that we can start to push off of our calendar? And then are we being realistic about it? You know, I will always say, are you working your reps, right? Are your goals realistic for, let's just say, again, looking at the 90 days, for the next 90 days that you're in, are your goals realistic? The goal of going to the gym five days a week, is that realistic for you? Knowing that, you know, maybe Q4 is your busiest um, quarter for whatever it is that you do for a living, or maybe you have a, you know, child who plays fall sports and you're running them from practice to game to you know, school plays, whatever it is, right? So maybe it might, maybe that's when you're like, you know what, five days a week isn't realistic for me. Maybe I need to scale that back. Are you excited about what you're about to take on, right? You know, I, I talked about, I'm in that Facebook group and the women are going on and on about intermittent fasting. And, them, and you know, maybe you're like, you know what, I'm not excited about intermittent fasting. I need to wake up and have breakfast. Great, then you don't intermittent fast. Um, how can I make a plan for this in my life, you know? If it's a busy season, taking on too many new things might be a bit of a challenge right now. And then it might make me feel like a failure and then make me say, oh, I don't have time. I will start in January. I will start in February, whatever. And then this is sustainable, right? Can you see yourself doing this for 30, 60, 90 forever, right? So I want you to start to think about as all of these are kind of like the topics uses that I hear from people. I want you to start to think to yourself, like, which are the ones that I always say? And given some of the kind of counter arguments that I've made to this, how can you start to apply this to your life? You know, you know, Maria made these in 2012 and they still are what I hear, right? It's almost a decade later and I still, uh, I still, or it's over a decade later and I still hear these excuses. So if you are ready to cut through the bullshit and make fitness and, and your goals a reality? Or are you still trying to find reasons to quit and, you know, and not finding the strength to keep going? You know, what what are you trying to do? Are you trying to find the excuse to go or are you trying to f- find the excuse to quit? Um, with that said, later this month, I will be hosting a free three-day mini course. And it's all about how to manage menopause mayhem. Um, And over the course of the three days, I'm going to be diving deep into the nutrition and lifestyle adjustments that are needed to be made once we hit that perimenopausal age, hit that over 40 age. And if you're ready to gracefully ride the menopause wave, I got you. So check the link in the show notes and you'll get all the information about the free mini course coming up later this month. And I want to thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the Fit Girl Magic podcast. I hope you have enjoyed the show. And if you could please share it with some friends and leave us a five-star review on Apple iTunes. That is always appreciated. And as always, stay motivated, stay positive, and stay magical. Enjoy the rest of your day, Magic Makers. I will talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to the Fit Girl Magic Podcast. If you've made it this far, yay. I'm thinking you enjoyed the show. Let's continue the conversation on Instagram. You can find me at Kim Jefferson Coach. In order for me to keep sharing this message, do me a favor and leave me a five-star review on iTunes. While you're there, don't forget to subscribe so that you won't miss an episode. New episodes are available every Wednesday. The Fit Girl Magic Podcast is intended to provide you with tips, tools, and strategies that will help you make better decisions about your health. I really appreciate your feedback and your support. 
thank you so much. Bye.